welcome. Pull up a seat, grab a cup, and get ready to share, listen, and learn. This is my favorite coffee story with your host, Aniko Samoji. You'll hear about the stories about coffee itself, the history, health benefits, recipes, and more, along with some personal stories inspired by coffee and the lifestyle. Now, here is Aniko Somoji. Welcome to my favorite coffee story. Welcome to our listeners all around the world. Hello to you in Houston and in Seattle and in Los Angeles and in Hawaii and, of course, our friends in China and Ireland, Russia. We're so glad you've joined us. We have a wonderful show today. We're talking about island-grown ingredients in every cup, and we have a wonderful guest. Um, And before I introduce our guest, we have our Anikona Farm moment. So first of all, we are finding our trees here on Anikona Farm are starting to blossom. The beautiful white flowers are gracing the trees. And as you walk along the farms and you look through the Halualoa Kona terroir, coffee terroir, you'll see that the trees are starting to bloom. And we call this Kona snow. It's it's a very beautiful time here on the farm. So I just wanted to share that. We also had friends visiting us from Chicago the last few days, and we had nice moments on the farm and nice meals and good coffee moments, and of course, some good beach time moments too. So let's talk about island-grown ingredients in every cup. And if I may introduce our amazing guest, Nea Halani Breland. She's the president and director of marketing at Hawaii's first locally sourced locally produced beer and cider company called Ola Brew Company in Kona, Hawaii. Welcome, Nealani. Thank you so much. I'm so happy to be here. Oh, we're so delighted you're here. And I think it's just wonderful what you're doing over at Ola Brew Company in Kona. You're supporting our local farmers, the ones that are growing so responsibly their beautiful tropical fruits. And you celebrate that in your delicious ciders and beers. We'd love to share with our listeners all around the world a little bit how you got started and about your early days in your career and your personal journey. Please tell us a little bit about that. Absolutely. So um, I'm I'm from uh, Molokai, um, a smaller island in Hawaii, as well as um, California. So um, I was raised in both. And um, and uh, on Molokai, um, interestingly enough, there's um, about 70% of the usable ag land is um, taken by Monsanto, right? Or, yes. And... Um, um, DuPont and Pioneer. Um, and so from an early age, I was definitely very aware of um, that movement and these companies and sometimes the harm that they were doing to to the land. Um, and so going into my adult life, um, I, you know, lived in Colorado and in Seattle and in um, New York for a long time. I went to school in New York and Throughout my young adult life, I was, you know, working in nonprofits a lot, um, working in different aspects of public health. And um, and then I I started working for um, a nonprofit that was raising money for sarcoma cancer and um, and we were doing a charity run. So we did a we did a run throughout the United States. It was it was a 10,000 mile loop around the United States. And um, I was looking for sponsors. And, um, I found Hawaiian Ola, which is, um, the kind of the, the older brother company of Ola Brew. Um, and Hawaiian Ola is, um, uh, locally sourced ingredients, um, an energy shot and an immunity shot made with island grown ingredients. Um, typically, you know, ingredients that people might not use, um, but that 
grow very um, easily and and effortlessly in Hawaii, right? So it's yes. not it's not hurting the environment. It's not depleting the soil. Um, and so once I found this company, I was really excited to start, um, you know, representing them throughout throughout the United States. And when I finished my four month journey of running for 25 miles a day, um, raising money for sarcoma cancer, I um, was offered a job by Hawaiian Ola um, to come and market um, their products in Hawaii. And so that was how I actually got back to Hawaii. Oh. Um, and you know, it's been, it's been an incredible journey. It's, um, Hawaiian Ola's mission is to support, um, Hawaii's environment and economy through growing responsible ag. So through growing organic, um, responsible ag and the way that we do that is by sourcing all of our ingredients locally or as much as we can at the moment. And then we create the demand, Yes, you know, and, and, um, and then work from there. Um, and so that's how we came to um, Ola Bruco is we're just trying to figure out what was the best way to increase that impact, you know, and, and the ciders for one um, have done a great job so far and will continue to, to grow the impact incredibly. Thank you so. for sharing that with us, Nahaya. Um, certainly, thank you for all that you did for sarcoma cancer and all the the love that you put into that. So that's really so beneficial to mm-hmm. our community. I, I would say also what you're doing with Ola Brew Company is it's um, you're really pioneering because I know that, you know, we can import some of these ciders and, and beers, but you're actually creating these delicious beverages by really celebrating the island grown ingredients. Mm -hmm. So it seems like then you got started with Hawaiian Ola Mm -hmm. and then that actually was the, maybe the sister or parent company Mm -hmm. of Ola Brew Company. Yes. How, um, I had read that Brett Jacobson was involved with starting Ola Brew Company. Yes. So, oh, sorry. Please go ahead. Um, Yeah. So, so Brett was the, the sole founder of, well, with with a team of, of incredible entrepreneurs, actually, um, of Hawaiian Ola. And basically, he as well was, you know, interested in um, voicing the, the, the hardships that come with, um, you know, ingesting GMOs and things like that, as well as, you know, what's what's going on with the with the land depleting the soil. Um, and so he was one of the f- forefront in in San Francisco that was actually trying to help um, pass a law to label GMOs um, about 10 years ago. And so from that, he kind of realized, you know, maybe being on the front lines of all that activism isn't necessarily the way that I can do oh, better. Yes. Maybe I can, you know, create this business that is we're, we're, we're fighting through, through our business, not necessarily, um, you know, with protesting. So, um, that, you know, that, that was, um, his initial, initial reasoning for, um, creating Hawaiian Ola. And so he will always say that, you know, we kind of create products backwards, right? We're, we're looking at what is there that we can use to create a product to then create a, create a demand for. Oh, that makes such sense. Right, right. To then create a demand. So it's not like we're like, hey, we really want to make an energy shot. We're like, <laughs> you know what? There's a lot of noni here. What yes. can we do with this noni? Oh, maybe we can create an energy shot out of it Absolutely. because there's, you know, there's for a noni, there's a there's a huge reverence in the in the um, Hawaiian community and the Hawaiian culture of the fruit. Um, it's incredibly beneficial. And so that's kind of how we then jumped into coffee leaf tea as well. Um, there was for coffee leaf tea, we we're looking at the fact that, you know, coffee borer beetle is kind of running rampant through, through, um, Kona. And so it's, it's definitely affecting the yields of, um, Kona coffee farmers. Yes. And so we figured that if we were providing an, you know, a new commodity, the coffee leaf tea that could then offset the, the, um, the coffee that they weren't getting from the coffee bar beetle. Such then, a great idea. Right. Then, and then it's actually an, a local caffeine source as well. So, so definitely you know. maybe for our listeners, please, Naya, if yeah. you could kindly describe 
what a noni fruit is like, please. Yes. <laughs> so um, a noni fruit is, um, well, first of all, it's actually one of the first plants that grows out of lava. So it's it's definitely a very mineral um, rich fruit. Um, it's not like an apple. It's not like a grape. You don't want to eat it. It's not eaten for enjoyment really, but more for the medicinal benefit. Um, and you know, it's, it's, um, almost a, this translucent or opaque, um, white color. Um, and it, it grows, it blossoms, grows. And then once it falls down, the, the second it falls off the tree, it actually starts to ferment. And during that fermentation process, there's actually um, additional benefits. So it's an anti-inflammatory, um, it's an antiseptic and antifungal and has so many rich in potassium, rich in vitamin Bs. Um, and so what we do is we take that fruit that people don't necessarily like to eat on its own. Um, and we mix it with um, pineapple juice and mango juice and goji berries and date puree to create um, this better tasting <laughs> energy shot. <laughs> Thank so, you for describing yeah. the noni fruit. Absolutely. Uh, what would you say? I know you just had your grand opening at mm-hmm. Ola Brew yeah. and it was a huge success huge and you success. had live music and the whole community came together. How would you describe, and that was in December, uh, a few weeks ago, December mm-hmm. 2017. How would you describe now the vibe at Ola Brew Company? Well, I think that the, our um, our grand opening was, uh, it was incredible. And I heard over and over that, you know, people were running into their friends that they hadn't seen in in you know, months or years. And, and it was definitely like a, a coming together place. Um, people were looking for something new and fun. And um, the way that we chose to kind of keep it a secret for a while <laughs> um, really um, increased and accelerated the the happiness and excitement that, that um, everybody showed. And so I would say that right now the vibe at Ola Brew is just it's just incredible. It, it really is. Um, and for, for us as, as a group of entrepreneurs that, you know, really want to create this, this sense of community and this, um, really authentic space, I, based on the, the feedback that I'm getting and, and the, you know, the fun that I'm seeing people have, um, I think, I think that, we're being successful at that and and you know we have so many more things up our sleeve that we're that we're excited to share with the community so oh we can't wait and I've had friends who have loved going to your facility there Mm -hmm. Ola Brew in Kona and they love looking into where they can see your facility and see how you're making things and you have at least like 14 taps of of beers and ciders Um, the facility I know is is a real first class facility because Mm -hmm. at the end of the day I know you're sourcing local ingredients and uh, but you're also making sure that you have a delicious high quality beer yes tell us a little bit more about the facility yeah so um, when when we um, started working on the facility we we moved in about uh, May of 2016 um, so about a year and a half ago yeah um, and it was, you know, it had been through many incarnations, each bay. So we have we have three bays on one side, um, two retail locations up front on the street, and then one more storage bay on the other side of the um, 20,000 square foot warehouse. So we, we take up about 14,000 square feet of that whole warehouse. Um, and yeah, it had been a mechanics shop. It had been a, a hula <laughs> practice um, place. It had been jujitsu. It had been bar green, a restaurant supply store. Um, and so when we moved into what is now the tap room, it was, um, you know, red linoleum floors with uh, eight foot drop ceilings. And um, we just, we had a vision, you know, yes. and, and so the, the wall that's facing the brewery, it was just a wall, but we decided to cut in windows so that like you're saying, people, people can, you know, look into there and, and, um, see what's going on. They can see the brew, they can see the process happening. Um, and now we have this, this beautiful space, you know, it's, um, 
the the tap room is nicely tiled by um, by Derek, who's our sales manager, and oh. you know I helped paint the paint the inside of the tap room as well as design it. Brett Jacobson, who's the founder, um, really engineered the whole facility um, to to the T. And so with with um, uh, we have the, like I mentioned, we have the three bays, the, the bay that you see is actually our brewery, but then we have a class 18 license. So, um, that allows us to brew beer, wine, and spirits. And so oh, the wine is actually sparkling wine, which is cider, right? Yes. Um, anything that we make that's, um, not with just apple or pear, insider is considered a sparkling wine. So we have to make it in the cider bay. Um, and then we're also allowed to, to brew spirits. So, um, or distill spirits. So, uh, that'll be down the road. Down the road. Bit, but that's so fantastic. Yeah. And then we also have a canning line, which is where we'll be canning beer. We can our Hawaiian Ola products there now. So it's really, it's really incredible. That is an incredible facility and it's right here in Kona. Yeah. <laughs> which is, uh, I know our community is so excited Absolutely. about that. So when Brett founded the company, he yeah. then later met an amazing brewmaster. Yes. And um, Sebastian Bach. Yes, Sebastian Bach. <laughs> yes. And and how did he meet Sebastian? Well, actually, so um, Sebastian came to um, Brett's farm. Brett has a farm in Mirolii um, in South Kona. Um where he does grow white pi- white pineapple and dragon fruit. And um, Sebi came down and stayed at the farm for um, several months. And they, you know, began talking about beers and their dreams and, you know, what, what they'd like to do. And Sebastian has um, a great background in brewing on the mainland. So, um, you know, he's worked in, he's worked in a bunch of different places um, on the mainland in Southern California. And so um, bringing that knowledge over here um, was great. And, you know, Brett being the entrepreneur that he is, um, he, they, you know, started teaming up and, and, um, that's how that's how, how it all happened. started. Yeah, that's incredible because I know that you have ciders that everyone is talking about. The dragon fruit cider, yes. yes, you know, from a local farmer, and the white pineapple cider. Yeah. Oh, just amazing. Are you doing any? Um, I know your Ola Pale Ale and your Ola Lager is so popular. Yeah. Are you doing any um, Kona coffee yes. beers? Yes. Us? So so we are. Um, Interestingly enough, we are, you know, putting some of actually the coffee leaf into into some of our beers. I'm not going to say which ones. Okay. But um, (laughs) but um, yeah, we're putting some of the coffee leaf into beers, and then with our porter, um, we do put just a touch of Kona coffee in there as well. So so there's the the coffee is definitely alive and well at at Hawaiian Ola Brewing Corporation. (laughs) So. Yeah, so fun. The the grand opening is is something that the community is still talking about, and I know you have a variety of events. Yes, at Ola Brew Company. Yes, what's coming up here yes. soon? Yeah, so we have um, we have we did an incredible um, New Year's Eve party, so that was great. Just a you know a week or a couple weeks after um, our grand opening, that was incredible, um, and then. We are starting to do more weekly weekly events. So Wednesdays, um, we have blues, brews, and barbecue, oh, um, where we'll have different bands. Um, tomorrow, it's going to be Ronnie V and the Family Band, so that's awesome. Um, and then we'll start rotating the the blues music. Um, we'll have a we'll have a barbecue truck out front, and um, and of course our our awesome brews. <laughs> Excellent. That's just great. What would you say? I know you have a favorite yes. beer and this is really something our listeners will be in awe. Mm-hmm. It's a Kiavi red beer. Yes. Please yeah. tell us a Absolutely. little bit about that. So it's a, it's a Kiave red ale. Um, whenever anybody has used Kiave in beer before, it's actually been to smoke the grain, right? So, so the Kiave tree is in the mesquite family, right? So it has that nice, incredible smoky, um, 
flavor. And so they would smoke the grain with it. What we've done is we've actually used part of the pod, right? So, so we use the Chiave beans, grind it up into a flour, toast the flour and actually pitch that into the wort and then into, into the, um, the mash. So, um, it's, it brings out a very, uh, caramelly flavor. Um, it's, it, when you, when you smell it in the brewery, it's incredible. It's almost like, um, you don't know what it is. It's either chocolate or peanut butter or, or, you oh, know, it's caramel. Delicious. It's incredible. It's incredible. So, um, yeah, so that's, that's a really nice flavor. And so it brings out the richness of the Chiave into this red ale and, and yeah, it's, it's amazing. And you've been growing the team there at Ola Brew yes. Co. Yeah. So how are you actually finding your wonderful teammates? They're incredible. You know, honestly, um, I don't think I could ask for for a better team. We have, um, you know, the crew that we've had with Hawaiian Ola for the last seven years is um, amazing. And, and, you know, I don't think that I've ever worked with such a dynamic team Um you know, just the just the fact that we're we're definitely hands on, do it ourselves, bootstrap kind of kind of team, um, and then bringing bringing on the the team members that we have in the last month is is also a blessing because um, they're so eager to learn oh. what we have going on and they're so eager to share it with the community. So um, yeah, it's it's been amazing. Well, and you definitely provide wonderful leadership oh, to you. the to the team there, and your passion for what you're doing definitely shines through with every single cup, with all these delicious island-grown ingredients. Mm-hmm. I'm curious how you develop these amazing relationships with the local farmers. Mm. Well, actually, um, I can tell you um, that... For one, um, actually, a, a woman just stopped by the other day. Her name's Jean, um, and she came in with a basket of tangelos, um, and she asked us if we could use it in in our ciders. And you know, um, we tasted them. Brett did a little R and D because he's he's been um, brewing the ciders. Um, Brett did a little bit of R and D. It tasted like the best mimosa you've ever had. You oh, know, delicious <laughs> and. Um, and so we said, yeah. So the next day we went to her farm um, in Honanao and picked over 800 pounds off of one tree. It was this incredible tree. Um, so so um, yeah, so it was it was incredible and and you know, brought all that 800 pounds back to the brewery, juiced it and, Two days later, we had an incredible tangelo cider. Oh, fantastic. So, yeah. Oh, we can't wait to hear a little bit more about some of your upcoming flavors. We've had so much fun chatting Absolutely. about your personal journey and how you became involved with Ola Brew Company. So listeners, we're, we're going to take a quick break, but please join us right after the break. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. My favorite coffee story is brought to you by Anikona Farm, where every bean we grow represents a great story somewhere in the world. When you buy coffee from Anikona Farm, you're investing in new memories, stories, and experiences. We harvest our beans with your future story in our heart. So, from our heart to yours, enjoy the Anikona experience. May your coffee story be as rich and delicious as our Kona coffee with love. Please visit Anikona.com and get your Anikona Story coffee special today. What if there was a radio show that could demonstrate how we can cut your taxes in half without diminishing needed government services? One that could explain how to create tens of millions of jobs at no cost to taxpayers, as well as fantastic yet easily affordable health care. Side effects include cutting crime rates nationwide, providing better education for our children, international peace and harmony, and protecting your private, personal data from government intrusion. Tune in to Libertarians Working for 
you with Arvind Vora, Tuesdays at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 5 p.m. Pacific Time on Voice America Variety. Have you become a member yet? Sign up now to become a member of Voice America. It's always free and easy. Plus, you get to take advantage of some great member benefits. Get unlimited access to millions of hours of on-demand content across all of our channels. Keep track of your favorite episodes, shows, and hosts in your own customizable library. Find out what shows you might be interested in based on your favorites. Plus, you get insider access with our newsletter. Membership gives you more. Sign up at voiceamerica.com and click register at the top right. You are listening to My Favorite Coffee Story with Aniko Samoji. Drop us a line and share your story. Our email address is orders at anikona.com. Again, that's orders at anikona.com. Now, back to this week's show. Welcome back to My Favorite Coffee Story. We're talking with Nealani Breland, who's the President and Director of Marketing at Ola Brew Company. They're the Hawaii's first locally sourced, locally produced beer and cider company in Kona, Hawaii. And we were just talking about some of the incredible flavors that Ola Brew Company provides here in Kona. They have 14 different taps going at their facility. We're also sharing a little bit about some of the Kona coffee that that weaves through some of those flavors of beer. Mm -hmm. So we were chatting about how one builds relationships with the local farmers Mm -hmm. and how there was uh, someone who showed up with their beautiful fruit Mm -hmm. and then you went and picked So that's really amazing. The importance of sustainability Mm -hmm. is so important on this island, and that's something you really promote. How do you get that message out about sustainability? You know, I think the best way to get it out is to walk our talk, you know, and so... Through Hawaiian Ola, the non-alcoholic beverage company, um, I think that we've done a great job of being very um, true to our mission and true to, um, the goals that we set ourselves and therefore creating like a soul for our company. Right. And, you know, souls are hard to break. Right. So, so, um, so it's definitely been, um, a journey and I think being very, um, being very clear about, who we're who we're choosing our fruit from not that we're you know yes being being picky in any way but but just um very clear to to where it it's always serving the soul of our company right um so whether you know for for the non i mean for the the alcoholic company the the ciders and beers ola bruco um not all of our ingredients are organic however um Right now, we're working on, you know, building a demand to then potentially incentivize some farmers to go organic. And and I've definitely found on this island, sometimes there's a little bit of a not just on this island throughout the world, but um, sometimes there's, you know, a little bit of controversy whether you want to go organic or not. Right. Yes. Like there's definitely other um, other certifications that some people feel are um of a higher standard than, than the USDA organic. So, um, taking that into consideration, if people aren't using the USDA organic certification for one reason or another, we're not going to not take their fruit. Right. So, um, for instance, um, there, there are a lot of farms, small farms that, you know, maybe can't afford paying the, thousand or two thousand dollars a year that it takes to keep up a USDA organic certification. Um, and you know, the, the, if the values are there with, with this particular, um, company with, with Ola Bruco, um, we're, we're game, you know, to, to, to work with, work with all these farmers and, and a big part of it too, is now that we have our production on Island for both Hawaiian Ola and, um, Ola Bruco, it's really important for us that, you know, the part of the reason why we did bring our, bring our um, production over here is so that we could serve the smaller farmers. So, um, when we were doing our production, actually, we were doing it in Arizona, um, in, in Phoenix, Arizona, 
um, at a huge beverage facility, the minimums there were 120,000 units per skew, so per flavor, um, which then really weeds out a lot of these local farmers oh, that have 800 pounds of tangelo or have, you know, 2000 pounds of, of, um, pineapple. And so, um, now that we do have our production here, we can, you know, we can cater to these, to these, um, different farmers where, you know, this woman had, had 800 pounds of tangelos or, you know, another farmer has 6,000 pounds of, of, you know, white pineapple. And then we can get it from the, this white pineapple from here, as well as a thousand pounds from here, as well as 500 pounds from here and really cater to everyone. Um, it's, it's been really, really incredible for us because, um, you know, it's, it's been our goal to support the local farming community here. And in the last year, we've, um, put in over $60,000 purchasing fruit into this community. Um, and we just know that it, it will continue to grow. You know, we're already, we're already needing more white pineapple. Yeah. We're already needing more <laughs> dragon fruit. So if anyone has any Thompson's dragon fruit, <laughs> let me know. <laughs> that That's really beautiful how you yeah. say the soul of your company, mm-hmm. that it is really what you sort of really want to promote. Mm-hmm. And that becomes part of everything you do. Exactly. Uh, It becomes your mission. It becomes how you meet with local farmers. It's Mm -hmm. how you handle events in the community. Mm -hmm. And that's what we love about Ola Brew Co. So um, that soul really comes through in every single cup. Now, you're about to embark um, on an amazing project where you're going to be providing six packs of beer. Yes. And this facility can now do this for you. And yes. you can, we'll be able to go to maybe our, some of our local stores. Absolutely. And there will be Ola Brew. Yes. Beer. Yes. How's that project going? It's incredible. Um, you know, with, with um, again, going back to our non-alcoholic beverage company, we've been um, doing our own distribution throughout the state for the last six years. And so um, our team is very familiar with that process. And we have relationships with stores, um, you know, over 400 stores we're in throughout the state. And so um, coming, going into the retail side for the beer it's just another, you know, it's, it's really exciting for us. It's, it's another area, right, right. It's another area in the store that we could potentially be, you know, putting more local, local products in local value added products in. So, um, that's really another, another goal of ours is, is to, you know, decrease the amount of imported goods that are coming into Hawaii. So if, we can bring in some cider. We'll bring in some cider. If we yes. can bring in some beer over here, awesome. If we can bring in some, you know, energy drinks, great. Um, and to really support our community to circulate the economy rather than, you know. Um, oh, yes, definitely. I, I think it's uh, fascinating that you have the goal to eventually source all the ingredients for your beers absolutely and ciders here on island and even sourcing like the hops and the grains locally and i guess in waimea they actually do have some of the grains already that they're growing but mainly for cattle is that right yes yeah so they so up in waimea um for those of you who aren't in hawaii waimea is definitely our our ranch land and our, our cattle land um we have a very diverse island. So, um, yes, they, they have been growing um, grain up there for cattle for years, um, but not to the extent that it would that it would take to to, um, you know, provide for a brewery. Yes. Right. Um, however, uh, you know, it's it's definitely something that that we're working on in the logistics and and it's definitely possible. So um, and especially with all the different climates and in, in on the Big Island, um, hops are are possible as well. So we're we are definitely working on an, an estate an estate beer, um, and you know with with the ciders as well. The the fruits are incredible to source because you know for for instance, a lot of a lot of farmers sell their sell their fruits at farmers markets. Um, and not all farmers markets will take 
anything but the most beautiful fruits. And, you know, about half are seconds and, you know, that don't look necessarily look great. However, you know, they, they taste amazing. So we can just take those, juice them and put them in our ciders. So definitely. That's so exciting about the, um, the six packs coming and we can't wait. And, and I also like how you have a quote where you call it beer sovereignty. (laughs) (laughs) How did you come up with that? I really like that. Actually, that was just um, that was just uh, Brett in an interview that we were doing, and and it really speaks to um, exactly what we're what we're about. You know, it's it's food sovereignty, really. Yes. is what it is. And if we have beer sovereignty, we're that much closer to having all food sovereignty. So <laughs> definitely. Well, those yeah. are some really amazing uh, current projects that you're yeah. working on, yeah. um, Naya and. We can't wait to talk a little bit more about what's down the road and mm-hmm. some of the future dreams that sure. Ola Bruco is going to be embarking on mm-hmm. soon. And of course, we talked about the six pack um, idea coming up, and that sounds like it's just a few months away. Yeah, it's just right around the corner. So exciting. So exciting. So what we're going to do is we're going to take a quick break. So listeners, thank you so much for joining us. We'll be right back and we'll talk a little bit more about some of um, Naya's favorite things to do on the big island of Hawaii when she's not at Ola Brew Company <laughs> right after the break. Please join us. Stimulating talk it gets those synapses in your brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com My favorite coffee story is brought to you by Anikona Farm, where every bean we grow represents a great story somewhere in the world. When you buy coffee from Anikona Farm, you're investing in new memories, stories, and experiences. We harvest our beans with your future story in our heart. So from our heart to yours, enjoy the Anikona experience. May your coffee story be as rich and delicious as our Kona coffee with love. Please visit Anikona.com and get your Anikona Story coffee special today. Voice America Network proudly presents the Catherine Zox Show for women, men, children, and families. Catherine magically combines her compassion, experience, and talent to bring listeners a show that's upbeat, informative, and yes, a little sassy. Tune in every Wednesday at 7 a.m. Pacific Time, 10 a.m. Eastern to the Catherine Zox Show on the Voice America channel. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. You are listening to my favorite coffee story with Aniko Samoji. Drop us a line and share your story. Our email address is orders at anikona.com. Again, that's orders at anikona.com. Now, back to this week's show. Welcome back to My Favorite Coffee Story. We're talking about island-grown ingredients in every cup with Nealani Breland, the president and director of marketing at Ola Brew Company, Hawaii's first locally sourced and locally produced beer and cider company in Kona, Hawaii. So we were just talking about how the delicious island ingredients are making Ola Brew Company's wonderful beverages, the 14 different things they have on tap there at Ola Brew Company. We even talked about Kiavi Red Beer, which is a favorite of Nealani's. Um, they're toasted Kiavi pods that go into that. And of course, dragon fruit cider and white pineapple cider and even maybe a beer that has some Kona coffee in it. So we were wondering now, and I know you're working on your new six packs coming up with Mm -hmm. beer that we'll be able to find in retail stores, but we were curious with Ola Brew, some of the upcoming like future projects, please share with us. Yeah. So as I mentioned earlier, um, we do have what's called the Class 18 liquor license here in Hawaii. Um, And that allows us to uh, brew beer 
um, wine and to distill st- spirits. Um, that's a huge thank you to Maui Bruco who kind of trailblazed that um, legislation to get to get that actual Great. class 18. Um, and uh, so we have not started our um, distilled spirits yet, our distilled spirits program. And that's that's one thing that we will be focusing on um, a lot in the next in the next couple years you know we'll we'll be doing um continued r&d um we'll also you know the the main thing for us is that we're utilizing local ingredients so whenever we see um a an ingredient in abundance and even not in abundance if we could create a demand for it we'll use that so um you know for ciders, Jaboti Kaba, you know, for, for, um, we're also looking at, you know, potentially the coffee cherry for, for ciders. Um, also, uh, you know, in that way as, as a whole or, or, a um, you know, a family of companies will be using all the whole coffee plant, right. We'll have the coffee leaf tea and, and the porter that, that has some coffee, that has some corner coffee in there. And then potentially a cider that has, um, the coffee cherry in there. Um, and a, a huge part for us again is, is, um, serving the mission of the company and, and really making sure that in everything that we're doing, that we are fulfilling um, that mission. And so a big thing for me is once, um, once our brewery and actually craft beverage facility right, yes. is is running seamlessly, it's important to start sharing that with the community and to start sharing that the educational component with the community. And so, um, you know, with schools, with with um, the local community, with tourists, with everybody that that can actually um you know, anybody that can benefit from us. And it's not just the beverage component. It's, you know, the business development component. It's the graphics design component. It's the marketing component, the sales component. And however we can serve our community in those areas is is what we'd like to do. Um, So, yeah. (laughs) Oh, that's so exciting. And there's so many uh, new things that you have on the horizon mm-hmm. and you've seen how it's grown and you have this incredible uh, craft facility. What would you say, Nailani, is your favorite part of Ola Bruco? I think my favorite part is um, my favorite part is that none of us have ever done it before. You know, and that we're all learning together Um, and the passion that drives the project is so pure and so true that it it we don't have to have the, you know, the years of training. It's there to figure out for ourselves, you know, like we're 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 ready to eager to to learn every single thing that we can about the beverage industry everything that we can about the beer industry about the service industry about you know and um, me being from Hawaii it's really important to be a part of a company um, and an organization that cares so much about the Aina because you know Hawaii is the whole culture is tied to the Aina yes and so um, to be working with individuals that have similar values and, you know, are so incredibly aware of their surroundings and of the impact that they're making and how, how can we vote with our dollar? How can we teach others to vote with their dollar? Um, you know, for, for Hawaiian Ola and soon Ola Bruco, uh, we're B corporations, which I'm not sure if you're familiar, but, um, benefit corporations and, you know, how do we use our business as a force for good? Um, those things are all really important and most importantly, how can we impact our community positively? So, um, that's my favorite part. <laughs> oh, and that's so beautiful. And you yeah. really are doing that. And awesome. I can imagine when you all team up and you're having your team meetings Mm -hmm. and you're thinking about how to really go about promoting that soul of the company and your mission, I I can imagine that that just must be a powerful time during Mm -hmm. your team meetings. Um, How would you describe describe the Aina 
to our listeners around the world, the Hawaiian Aina? Well, it's it's a powerful thing. You know, the the you know, the Aina was formed by the volcano that we yes. all see and feel every day. Um, it provides us with all the food or hopefully all the food that, yes. that, that we're consuming or it could. And so something that's, you know, so, so powerful to, to give life, um, is, must be respected, you know? And so, um, that's why there is, you know, that's not the only reason, but that's a huge reason why in, in Hawaii, that's that there is such that connection and that we, so much revere the Hawaiian, the Hawaiian culture so much reveres the Aina. In, yes. in, I'm not sure if you've heard of uh, the term lokahi, but lokahi is um, basically it's formed as a, as a triangle. And the three points of that triangle are um, Aina, Akua, or a spirit, and Kane, or man. And so, um, you know, it's, it's not a, a you know a higher a hierarchy in any way it's it's a balance between the three and um you know that's yes. it's really important so thank you yeah. for sharing that yeah. and really helping our listeners bring that to life mm-hmm. and really appreciate that you know and as we are here at Anikona Farm mm-hmm. right on a dormant volcano mm-hmm. uh, Mount Hualai we definitely it's it's just out today it's so beautiful everything's so clear there there is a lot to what you're saying mm-hmm. so thank you for mm-hmm. sharing that absolutely so living here on the island mm-hmm. it's a on the big island of Hawaii and in general Hawaii, it's a very special place. Uh, what would you say are some of your favorite things to do outside Ola Bruco? Um, you know, going going to the beach. I know that's a little bit uh, that's a little cliche, uh, but going to the beaches is always um, wonderful. And and one of my favorites is is down. It's kind of a private beach down in in uh, Milolii. Um, very beautiful. It's a black sand beach. Yes. Um, I've had some some incredible experiences hiking around the volcano. You know, um, especially when when the flow is going at night, seeing oh, the flow. Definitely. And then, I think one that might top those is you know you think about Hawaii and you think beaches, you think tropical. Um, but there's also a volcano at 14,000 feet. <laughs> so, you know, um, if, if you're talking about something that's very unique to this island and only this island is um, Mauna Kea and, and um, the, the beauty and the incredible not just of the of the land, but the, the stargazing is incredible. Yes. And you just feel the yeah, you can really feel the in, in immenseness of the land that you're on from Mauna Kea. So true. Well, Mauna Kea is um, an amazing mountain of 14,000 feet. And when you go up, you do feel like you're in heaven mm-hmm. above, yeah, the clouds, above the clouds. Yeah. Uh, and you can see those stars. Yeah. Uh, so thank you for sharing yeah. with our listeners. And sharing a little bit about the Big Island of Hawaii, uh, it's, it's truly a amazing place and I'm so glad that we can be here and every day I give thanks for that and with Ola Bruco the things that you do to focus on producing these quality delicious products with plants and um, with sourcing the ingredients from Hawaii Mm -hmm. I think is a beautiful mission and we're so excited about all the products that you're doing even now starting with your noni drink that you have and all the beers and ciders it'll be so, so exciting to see when you can actually have most of, if not all of the ingredients yeah, sourced absolutely. here from Ireland. So that's going to be really exciting for Ola Brew Company. If, as we close here at on my favorite coffee story, I guess we'd love to ask you one last question, please, about the plants that are significant to Hawaiian agriculture mm-hmm. is another thing that you're trying to celebrate. Yes. That are, like We touched on that a bit. Mm-hmm. Are there some plants that you're trying to sort of figure out how you're going to use it right now? Mm-hmm. Would you totally, like to share totally. a little bit about that, um, please? Yeah, so our... 
traditionally with throughout Hawaiian Ola's history, we've talked about how can we use every single canoe plant. And the canoe plants are categorized as um, the plants that came um, in the first voyages to Hawaii. So that's, you know, taro, um, olena, uh, banana, um, noni. Yes. Uh, and so figuring out how we can use that. And and for us, we're in a great space um, now because we're doing all kinds of R&D. You know, who knows? We could use taro in, in a beer or a cider. Who knows? We could use um, banana in one of the mashes. Who knows? Yes. We could, you know, so, so right now we're in a super exciting place where we can, um, you know, the sky's the limit with, like I was sharing earlier with our um, facility, our beverage facility, we have the ability to do small runs and to just, um, you know, do 5,000 cans rather than 120,000 cans of one, of, of one flavor. So, so we're really excited to just, you know, um, play around and see, and see what we can do. And again, yeah, everything that we can use that's right here on the land, we will. So that is so wonderful. And we can't wait to to really taste some mm-hmm. of those mm-hmm. delicious beverages that you make. And of course, even just going to Ola Bruco and seeing your facility, yes. uh, everyone can experience and celebrate with you Absolutely. Um, there in Kona. So uh, that's you've really brought so much goodness to Kona with awesome. your new facility. So we really appreciate that. Thank you. All those um, island ingredients that you are providing your beverages, thank you for sharing about that. I guess if I were to say the soul of your company is definitely in every single beverage that you you make. Thank you. And thank you so much for the sustainability, for celebrating local farmers, for ensuring that you're working with farmers who also are very um, interested in in growing things responsibly. Mm -hmm. So thank you so much. And we wish you all the best and your team. Thank you very much. All the wonderful things you're doing at Ola Brew Company, Neilani. Thank you for joining us today. And our listeners, thank you for joining us on My Favorite Coffee Story that we could share the stories about Ola Bruco and all the the things that they're doing with these local, delicious, island-grown ingredients And of course, with a passion and making sure that that passion is visible in every single thing you do. Yeah. Every event and every every beer or cider. So thank you so much about that. And of course, we always love to share our own Anikona gift with our listeners, our 15% gift on Anikona.com. And we can continue the conversation and the questions on Twitter at Anikona Farm, of course, or radio at My Favorite Coffee Story. We're so glad you've joined us again to our listeners. Thank you so much. And we wish you a wonderful week. And we hope we have brought you a little bit of Hawaiian aloha today with the show on my favorite coffee story we look forward to being back together again next week in the meantime aloha thank you for taking an hour out of your busy week to join us on my favorite coffee story please tune in again for another edition with your host aniko samoji next tuesday at 4 p.m pacific time on the voice america variety channel Until then, we hope you'll have a relaxing week 